0: A lot of talk about Iran and the president and a whole lot of stuff going on here in America. And it's amazing. I have with me Lincoln Mitchell. Lincoln Mitchell. He's a professor and analyst of American politics and foreign policy. I wanted to talk to Lincoln about all the stuffs happening with the president and Iran and what's going on. Lincoln, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. How are you?
0: All is well. Happy New Year to you, sure. by the way.
1: Happy New Year to you. It's Thanks. not too late. I don't know when the cutoff is, but
0: uh, that's right. <laughs> that's for sure. And so I want to talk to you about the president of Iran and politics and all foreign and domestic politics and what's going on in the world today. I, um, the president. Uh, this is uh, election year. This will be the fourth year, when next year will be the fourth year of the president this year. How would you rate him on a scale of one to ten, ten being best?
1: One is, I mean, maybe one, maybe
0: two. I'm talking about President Trump, not Obama. Yeah,
1: I think we're on the same page.
0: Oh, you would give President Trump, the great white hope, a one or a two?
1: Yeah, i give him a one or a two.
0: And why but is guess- that? Why so low?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say why so high. I'm sorry. Um, I should say, I mean, he could have been worse, but I think he's done a good job of the economy is in, is in good shape. I think we all would agree on that. And that's always a question, whether it's an Obama or a Trump or you know a Bush or a Clinton, how much of that is because of what the president does and how much of that is just because it's a big country and there are other factors. So I certainly wouldn't take away points for that. I think that the uh, level of of anger within the country on both sides is something that is a real threat to the United States in the medium and long term. And he has exacerbated that. Whereas I view the president's job as to kind of bring this together. I don't even think he's, he's tried on that front. Um, I think on foreign policy, you know, I think the last two weeks, and I'm, I think I would differ from a lot of my colleagues on this on, on the Democratic side. He's, you know, so far what he's done in Iran, there's a needle he's trying to thread, I should say, in Iran and Iraq right now. and. He may be able to thread it, but he might not. Um, I think on the Israeli-Palestinian peace process, he has put the interest of his kind of evangelical Christian base ahead of what's good for the region or the state of Israel. And, and, and that concerns me. I could point to other foreign policy concerns. Um, turning the Republican Party from a kind of, from going back to the Reagan era, a conservative party, which you know we could agree or disagree, but a cohesive set of visions and values into something that is much more personalistic and about him, is not good for the United States. So there have been a lot of a lot of problems there.
0: The anger, I want to maybe deal with, with the
1: a two instead of a one. I'm sorry. I said, maybe you talked me or I talked me into a two instead of a <laughs> one.
0: Amazing. So you are a Democrat. Yeah. OK. I mean, the anger uh, under Obama is was worse than the anger under the president, the great white hope. Would you agree?
1: I think that, that, that is obviously a subjective Well, not entirely, but it's largely a subject, objective question, subjective question. I would disagree with that. Obama,
0: that- Obama I mean, caused a lot of anger by dividing the races. He hated was- Israel, he hated was- America, he hated police officers, he hated white people. He, Obama did nothing that brought peace unto the people. He only brought hate between the people.
1: Let me, let me maybe respond. There's a lot there, so let me take a moment and respond. One of the differences I would say, and I, will, I don't agree, but let's just take your point that people—there was a lot of hatred. What we saw in the Obama—what I saw is hatred from people who didn't like Obama towards the president, you know, towards Obama— but I didn't see hatred from within groups of people or between groups of people in the United States. And that is, to me, a much more troubling notion. People are always going to hate the president. I think that's, that's as American as apple pie or baseball. But that's different than hating each other. And that's what I see. And you say hating white people. I mean, I guess you have good enough visual. I'm a white guy. You know, I don't, I don't feel that Obama hated me.
0: Well um, you were not paying attention because you may be a Democrat, maybe you're working with Obama. But I don't know if you remember one of the worst one of the worst organizations ever to be in America uh came about while Obama was in the White House. That was the so-called Black Lives Matter. Well, and those people are worse than the KKK or Nazi or anyone and they just they went chanting, What do we want dead cops? What do we want them now? They were when, allowed when to that, go into white universities say, and other places and cause all kind of problems. They were the worst group, and they hated white people, and they still well, I mean, do because Obama not, hated white people.
1: Again, these are these are opinions. I think that that, that, that those are
0: that, not opinions. My that no. that happened. That's not You're an right. opinion. And the no. races were more divided because of Obama and these hateful groups that he supported. Than any other time in the history of America.
1: Well, no, I mean, let, let's 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 maybe take a step back. The worst group in the history of the America of America. Well, the KKK lynched and killed people, lots of them, lots of them. Black Lives Matter didn't do that. Now, maybe they did some things that you don't like. That's Not fine.
0: maybe they chanted, "What do we want? Dead cops? When do we want it now?" And people went out and started killing cops. What's the difference in lynching and killing cops?
1: People in, I mean, I think we have to be careful. It's perfectly fine to say we don't like, you don't like, or I don't like Black Lives Matter, but to say worse than the KKK, worse than the Nazis, yes, the American Nazis, fortunately, never had any power, never really did anything other than chant, you know, hateful slogans. They never killed anybody, but they. The, the, the Nazis. I mean, I hope you're not saying they're worse than the Nazis in in, in,
0: in Europe. Who Anybody obviously- that encourages death upon innocent people is is evil. No matter who they are. I, I, and I, when I, the I Black Lives Matter went out chanting, "What do we want? Dead cops? When do we want it? Now?" And then Obama invite them to the White House. To me, that says a lot.
1: No, and that's and that does say a lot. And that again. One doesn't have to agree with Black Lives Matter. I'm taking issue with your argument that they're worse than the Nazis are worse than the KKK, which I don't believe They exactly are a serious argument. How are
0: they not worse than them?
1: How are were not worse than the Nazis?
0: Because they were encouraged death upon cops by chanting, what do we want? Right. Pink again, in the blanket. When do we want it? Again, now. You
1: do you know that the Nazis actually killed millions of people. Well, killing— I mean, you know that as, We're not going to argue about that, are
0: we? Killing innocent oh, cops. It's as bad as killing innocent Jews. It's the same.
1: No. Killing one innocent cop is as bad as killing one innocent Jew. And and, and, and also there are Jewish cops, so you could probably do you know.
0: Are you I'm, Jewish? Yeah. You're Jewish? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said you were white.
1: Well, race is complicated. On my census form, when I when they asked me to check race, I always put traitor. Um, because when you ask a white guy if he's a traitor and <laughs> the white guy's called a traitor to his race, that's always a good thing. I am Jewish. Um you know, some Jews consider themselves white, some don't. For simple simplicity purposes, I just say both. But I'm open to being called not white. I'm not open to being called not Jewish.
0: The one thing that I noticed is that um, under Obama, the races were divided because black people. Uh, outwardly display that they hate white folks. They hate the Jews. They hate the whites. They hate anyone because Obama was that way. (laughs) Under President Trump, the only hatred you see for the most part is against the president. They hate him because he's a straight white conservative male of power. And they hate that. And white people are not allowed, white straight people, especially white men are not allowed to lead the country nowadays.
1: Well, I mean, I, I do agree that a lot of people hate Trump personally. I think that that's hard to deny that. Um, I don't know that white straight men, I mean, I think you'd have to check with Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, who are not people who agree with Trump on much, uh, and Michael Bloomberg with that hypothesis because they seem to have another another uh, vision in mind. But, you know, I, 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 I live in a deeply integrated city and neighborhood, right? I'm not like quadrant off in some heavily white or heavily Jewish part of my city. I interact with people, very diverse people all the time, and they don't seem to hate me. I mean, it might be personal, but they don't seem to hate me any more or less when Obama was president or Bush was president or Clinton was
0: president. Who was don't Obama. seem to hate you any more or less?
1: People of color in my city. In and my what you think? No, that's, I said seem. I don't yeah. know what they actually think. I can't know what, what <laughs> someone thinks. And I don't care what someone thinks. I care what they do and what they say.
0: I stay out of the hood. I live in the hood. And I challenge you to tell the no truth.
1: Live, but I live in the hood. I live in New York, but it's, it's not L.A., but it's the hood.
0: Do you want to know how black people feel about you as a white man or a Jewish man?
1: I tell you the truth. I don't really, other than the people, I mean, this is a personal question. Other than the people who are personally close to me, who I care about, my friends, my family, my kid, you know, et cetera, my wife, what other people think about me, I don't care. I care what they do. I care what they say because I think words can be hurtful. But if someone walks down the street, who say a person of color looks at me and say, you know, pardon my French, you know, screw that white guy, right? He's allowed to think that. She's allowed to think that. If they come over and try to, you know, punch me in the face because I'm white, then we're going to have a disagreement. Maybe we can keep. I mean, I, I don't. What people walk around inside their heads is not my business.
0: So you don't care what black people think about you.
1: I mean, in some abstract sense, I hope everybody likes me. One likes to go through the world being liked by people, right? I mean, this is a kind of a – this is not a political question. This is a personal question. But in general, if there is an African-American individual on the street like you, right? I mean, you, you know, typically seem to be African-American. If you no, walk I'm off, not
0: African-American. I'm American.
1: Okay, if you're American, but, but you're black. I mean, you saw that I was white, right? Yeah. But you're black. If you come off the show and turn to your host, you know, your, your, your staff person, say – and say, man, that dude, Lincoln, what a pain he was. I don't ever want him back on the show. Screw him. That's unfortunate because I, lo- I hope I could be welcome back as a guest because I'm enjoying our conversation. Right. But, but if you hate me, like, man, you know, my life goes on. If you then let's just, again, I'm talking hypothetical to make an example. If you go onto Twitter, I don't know if you, t- you know, go onto Twitter or social media and you say, you know, Lincoln Mitchell is a liar, he's a sleaze, he's dishonest, that would get me angry because I think, first of all, that's not true. But secondly, you'd be trying to hurt me, and that would be hurtful. But if you walk around with a heady idea, you don't like me, or maybe, again, I'm not talking about you personally, because I know you're not like this, but I don't like that dude because he's white. Eh, you know, life goes on. I'm going to try to hurt that person because he's white. He's different. I would say the same thing with the reverse. You know, a yeah. white person saying bad about a black person.
0: Do, do you care about what black people think about you?
1: I told you. I mean, I care what they do to me.
0: But so you want to say about me. Um, are you able to tell the truth about most black people? What do you mean? Uh, a lot of white people and Jewish people are afraid to be honest with black people. They go along with this idea that there's racism, right? When we all know that there's no such thing as racism and that black people a, just... and that black people are suffering not because of this phony idea of slavery or Jim Crow or racism. They are they're suffering due to the destruction of the family. And the lack of more character and blacks are just angry, which starts in the home. Are you able to tell black people that they are not suffering because of racism but the lack of more character and the lack of family?
1: I wouldn't say that because I don't believe that. so why question, don't you believe it? Well, I don't believe it because I, I don't think it's true. I don't think you really
0: 70 percent of black babies born out of wedlock wouldn't that bring suffering and misery onto them?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think we. I mean, I mean, the, the data point we could look at. Hold on a second. The data point we could look at is that these these problems, as you've identified them in the last few minutes, are are no longer and perhaps never were, uh, you know, peculiar only to African-American communities. Right. We now see this in lower income white communities.
0: But we talk about the black people.
1: I know. But again, we talk about one group of people. Sometimes it's helpful to have a, a data point of comparison. And what you see is that some of these problems are found in in both right so well,
0: i don't need a comparison to know that having children out of wedlock is wrong
1: is is well i don't want to pass a moral judgment i think that having children out of wedlock
0: why don't is, you want to pass a moral judgment you should do you believe Pass it? a
1: moral judgment i, I will i take that back then if you want me to i will i don't care if people have children out of wedlock
0: why not why don't you people. care because they're, 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 they're a set of interrelated
1: questions what i do care about is people regardless of their race or their whether it's a man or a woman who biologically you know let's say get a woman pregnant that child is born and then you don't take care of that child that to me I care about that to me is a moral failing on the part of the parent who doesn't help raise the child that they helped create i mean there are,
0: you know you might but most men most men want to help raise their children oh, or child, but the black, but the women won't let them they get in the way and they create problems and they stop it. But I want to ask you something. You're Jewish, right?
1: Yeah. And, and I, yes. And I, and I helped raise my kids. I'm mean, not here right now. They're older, but you
0: know, <laughs> are you married?
1: Big.
0: Yeah. Okay. I want to ask because I'm I don't, to their mother, so
1: it's not, you know, the same. Like my wife, and we've been together for a long time.
0: Uh, so you have your children with one woman. That's, yeah. That you've been married to forever.
1: Well, so to speak, yes.
0: <laughs> all right. Is that right? Thanks for clearing that up.
1: Well, I mean, because I don't, you know.
0: But let me ask. Um, I, uh, when I was growing up. Head, I'm sorry? Is that all right? Yes, sir. That's the right okay. way to do it. Well, well, thank you. But, okay, just want to make sure I don't, you know. And I care about
1: that. Okay, good. So we're on the same page. That's a I moral
0: mean, judgment. But let me ask. Um, I grew up in Alabama, and I grew up loving Israel and respected Israel because, and we know that if it wasn't for Judaism, there would be no Christianity, right? You
1: were raised in the, in the Christian church?
0: Yes. Okay. And uh, so I was raised, but since doing radio, being here doing radio and TV and stuff like that, I've been hearing a lot of things about the Holocaust and all this other stuff going on, right? Um, I want to know from you being a Jewish guy, and you you're pretty smart. You're a professor and an analyst. You can't get any smarter than that, right?
1: Well, I think there are people who are smarter than me, but I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you.
0: <laughs> planned Parenthood. Has Planned who killed more people? Uh the Nazis or Planned Parenthood? This
1: is a really I mean I, I just want you to because I because I know you're talking to me and I'm Jewish. And and, and I want you to know that this question is raised a lot and is deeply, deeply hurtful and offensive to, to almost every Jew. So I know you didn't mean that, and I'm going to take it at face value, but you should know that. Um, in my view, a woman has a right to do what she wants to with her own body. That is a view that a majority of American Jews hold, uh, more than any other religious group. And I am within that majority. It doesn't mean it's, it's, that's why I am in, but that is why I, have, I do have that view. So in that respect, given that I, I don't really want to answer the question because I find it uh, very offensive, um, there is.
0: But a, uh, you need to answer. I'm black and I'm small and I need your help. Who well, killed more children? Right. Planned Parenthood, right? or the Nazis? Who did? Who killed more? Well, the Nazis did more than the unborn child that Planned Parenthood performed. Over I don't think an
1: unborn child aborted in the first trimester is is a person who's been killed.
0: Just because you don't think it is, doesn't make it so. It is a child, you know. It's a, it's a it growing is. human being. And so you're saying that the Nazis killed more children than Planned Parenthood over the years? Well,
1: the Nazis killed about a million children.
0: And how many have Planned Parenthood killed over the years? They kill a million a year. They perform or help perform abortions. They so who, kill. killed, who killed the most? Planned Parenthood or the Nazis? The Nazis.
1: I've now said that three times.
0: But if the Nazis killed only a thousand, killed a thousand, and Planned Parenthood is killing more than that a year. A million. The Nazis killed a million. I mean a million. A million. That's a
1: big difference. And and it's a big difference because- And
0: Planned Parenthood is killing a million or more a year. Who's doing the most killing?
1: Well, I'm going to try to say this again. Planned Parenthood doesn't kill children.
0: They kill them before they can get into the earth for sure. I'm sorry, they kill them in the womb.
1: They perform abortions,
0: that's but that's not- still killing, it's just a fancy name. No, would you want you said that a woman has the right to kill children in the womb, right? No, I would, said you, right would, to, you would you would give you your wife if your wife got pregnant and decided I don't want no baby, I gotta go to work, or uh, whatever, right? Would you? allow your wife to kill your child in her womb.
1: You know, um, I'm tempted to make a joke. Can I make a joke here? Yeah. This serious topic, but there's a saying in my community that in a Jewish family, you're considered a fetus until you're done with graduate school. And until then, your mother or father can do whatever they want with you.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Um, that is funny. Thank you. Would you let only- your wife kill your child in her womb?
1: In the unlikely event that my wife got pregnant again, which is unlikely given our age and what we've done about, you know, birth control, uh, we would have a discussion. And if she decided, I mean, you're asking, I, I'm I'm not, you know, a 30 year old who's thinking about having kids. My kids are older, you know. I'm, my wife is my age. So I'm a different place in my life. We would have a discussion, and we would resolve, figure out what to do. And I would be open to whatever, you know, to discussing whatever she wanted to do. I don't, you know, again, I think it's a very hypothetical question. If you asked me 20 years ago, it would be been a different question because I would have been much younger and would have been more likely to have happened, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Would you approve of your wife killing your child in her womb? Would you allow her to do that?
1: I might approve my wife killing my child in his room unless he cleans it up and gets his college applications done. So there's that. How about in the womb? My child's not in the womb. I mean, he's 18 years if old. You,
0: so. If your wife were pregnant and she decided that one of your kids you already have, Right when she was pregnant with one of the kids or both, uh, and she decided, you know what? I don't want a baby, Lincoln. I'm killing this child in my womb. Would you allow that to happen? Well, first of all... Because you said that her body is her choice. Would you allow her to kill your child in her body?
1: Again, you're talking about going back in time, right? Because realistically... um, if that had happened, we would have had a discussion. That would have been an option I would consider if she, if we, she thought she wanted to do it.
0: So you I mean, would I, have agreed to her after the discussion. You would say, oh, okay, go ahead, honey, kill, kill little Joe. That's fine. Um,
1: we probably would not have used that language because that's not how we see it, but that's something we would have discussed, yeah.
0: And you would have agreed with her, you think?
1: If it's something she wanted to do. I mean, she, But that was not what happened, so it's hard to know. She wanted to have kids.
0: If that was something she wanted to do, you would agree with it?
1: Again, there's a lot of – if, if it was a question of, well, we thought we'd have kids – I mean, again, we're talking about hypothetics, right, hypotheticals. In, 19, in 2000, but I'm pregnant in 1999, right, we might have said, you know what, let's just have the kid. And I think my, like we both would have approached it that way, not because we think abortion is wrong, but because, you know, you can't, you're not going to plan everything perfectly the way you want to. One can't live one's life that way.
0: If your wife, let's say you wanted a child, right? Your wife decided, once you got a pregnant, she decided, I don't want a baby. I want to work. I, 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 want a, I don't want any children. Would you have agreed with her to kill your child in her womb?
1: Well, first of all, many women who choose to have abortions don't do it because they want to work. There are other issues. For example... There might be they might have been raped. There might be a case of incest. They might be way too young. They might not have any money. They might have other health issues. So I want to be careful about saying that women who have abortions are kind of eh, like like in my family, educated middle class people like like my family who just do it because, you know, they have a big meeting the next day or something. Right. you're, You're portraying an image of abortion that is not what most abortions and most women who have make that decision they're faced with much tougher decisions. So we need to be respectful of that. In my experience, again, I'm a man like you, so I don't have a first-hand experience of this. Most women, but I have talked to women uh, you know, throughout my life, most women who have had abortions, it has been a difficult decision. It's not a cavalier decision. And it misrepresents how most women think about this to suggest that.
0: If your wife had decided to kill your child that you wanted in her womb, would you have agreed with it?
1: Well, you keep changing the question because if i mean if we would have had a discussion i mean she wouldn't have just gotten up in the morning and said oh i'm gonna have an abortion i would have said okay fine you know have a nice day i'll see you in the evening right
0: and during the discussion would you have agreed with it no don't go out Stop me. Well, not during the
1: discussion but maybe at the end of the discussion i mean if we would, would have had a
0: discussion, you would have agreed with her i
1: don't know i mean you're asking me a very odd hypothetical question it's hard for me to turn back the clock you know to when this biologically might have been relevant right you know, to imagine what that might have looked like. There are various times in our relationship, in our lives, you know, but I think once, but frankly, I mean, it's also, you know, remember, you're talking about
0: two Would people. you allow, let me put the question this way, maybe I can get an answer. Would you allow your wife to kill your child in the womb if she decided she wanted to?
1: I mean, in the abstract, I would be open to that discussion. I wouldn't you know, say, no, you must not do that.
0: Is there but a yes have... that you would consider allowing her to do it?
1: Well, I, again, I don't allow my wife to do things. We make decisions collaboratively, whether it's big decisions like the kind you're talking about or, you know, what, what, should we go to the movie Saturday night? I mean, we, we, we don't – no, our relationship is not me allowing
0: things. That Are business. you the head of your wife? Am I the head of my wife? Yes. I don't know what that means. We each have our own heads. You don't know body. what it means to be the head of your wife? I know the head of the family. I've heard that term. So are you the head of your wife? I don't know that term. It's the no. same term as the head of the family. Oh my! I, I think we are co-heads of the family. Beta!
1: I think my dog is the head of the family.
0: <laughs> You're a beta male.
1: Again, I don't know what that term is. Beta male? Again, I know what a beta dog is, but that's kind of been scientifically disproven, so I'm not sure.
0: Be. <laughs> beta male means weak man. You should be the head of your wife. So you can lead your wife in the right way to go because women don't know how to make good decisions.
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure about that. The way I see it is, my wife and I are together and we're walking through life together. She's not the head of me. I'm not the head of her. To use to use your language, it's a relationship of equality.
0: Amazing. I want to go back to the uh, um, the war. I mean, the uh, president. Are you okay. voting for him this year? I mean, 2020. Yeah, this year.
1: Um. Okay. Are, are you a football fan? No, I mean I'm not really a football fan. I'm a 49ers fan because I'm from San Francisco. But if you imagine a football field, right, right, you know, a big football field, mm-hmm. and imagine that maybe three feet, two feet, three feet covered in horse manure, okay? Are you visualizing this?
0: <laughs> yeah, go not ahead. A pretty
1: image, but are you visualizing that?
0: I'm, I'm visualizing.
1: Okay, I would walk through that field of horse manure to vote against Donald Trump in November.
0: Really. Yeah so I guess
1: that's a no. I don't intend to vote for him.
0: And and what do you love him? No. You don't love you hate him. You know I don't hate Donald Trump. I mean if You I don't like love him, you hate him.
1: I feel like you're putting me in my Nancy Pelosi uh, question here about hatred. Um you know
0: am talking about Yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: I don't I don't hate Donald Trump. I think he's very dangerous. I think he's been very damaging. I I frankly have some compassion for him um because uh, I think he's suffering from some mental instability, and, and that's something we should all take seriously and not ridicule, but I
0: don't hate him. Do you love him? No. Do you hate him?
1: I'm not sure the world is that. I mean, do you love me or hate me, right? I mean, yeah, I it
0: is. It's either love or hate. If you don't have love, you have hate. There's no other choice. I'm not, again, I'm not convinced of that. I think there's a lot of gray area in life. No gray area in life at all? Eh, no, I think there is. No, no gray. Okay. So, um, the president, a lot of Democrats, I guess including you, thought that what happened in Iran, the president went over and took out an evil man there, which was good for Iran and for the rest of the world. Uh, the Democrats were going, oh, it's going to be a war, a war, a war, a war, right? And now they're talking about um, de-escalating there in Iran. So it seemed right. as though the president did the right thing. Would you agree to that?
1: I actually am not on the same page with a lot of other Democrats on this, because when it happened, I did not say I thought there was going to be a war. Um, because I, I actually, again, we'll see what the next few weeks hold, right? This isn't over yet. And, but there's a real opportunity for Trump to get a big win here. And I could say that as a critic of him, but I can also recognize that there's some truth to that. First, I think this is in the context of the broader struggle between the two countries, which goes back, you know, for decades. But Soleimani was a bad guy. He was a dangerous guy. Whether he was, there was an attack imminently against the US, you know, the, the, the reports on that are mixed. But I don't think anybody on, who is American should shed a tear about, about Soleimani being killed. Right. Um, and, and Trump has, he is something towards crafting a foreign policy, which is a combination of a hesitancy to really engage internationally but a, a not being afraid to really use strength and power in a military sense in, in quick ways. And that can work. Again, we don't know. We still have to shake out. But if the United States is able to send a message to Iran, kill Soleimani, which you know has happened, uh, and at the same time not get pulled into further conflict in either Iran or Iraq because we might have to fight Iran in Iraq, that's a victory for Donald Trump. Has he accomplished that yet? no but is it possible absolutely
0: it's happening do you see that it is happening it's moving forward yeah uh over in iran the people were praising the president and america and they refused to even for the first time in my life they refused to step on the flags of america and israel isn't that amazing
1: we will see. I mean, this is what I'm saying. I think, there, you know, you don't want to you don't want to celebrate a no hitter in the seventh inning. right? Oh, no,
0: to... I'm celebrating now.
1: Well, I think you should wait, because one thing we know from from all of our history is that regimes like this one in Iran, which is a pretty bad and dangerous regime. I mean, I have no illusions about that at all. If when they fall, things can get worse, things don't always get better. So whereas I'd love to see this regime go because I think they are terrible I think they're human rights violators. I think they're a threat to us. I think they're a threat to Israel. I, I get all that.
0: But the fact that they refuse to step on the flags yes. of America and Israel, it's because of the president and his action. Am I right?
1: I think that's part of it. I think it's more that this regime in Iran has been bad for a long time. Before Soleimani was killed, they had killed a few hundred of their own people in demonstrations. That's never good. The economic failures of that regime has led people to be frustrated. And clearly, this this uh, actions by the United States has pushed in the right direction. Is
0: it hard for you to give the, uh, the president the credit for all this? Well, I'm trying. I know, but it seems it's to be bad. hard.
1: I mean, I, I, like, <laughs> I, I do believe that, that there are some things about Trump I remember even when he was running, and I was not a supporter when he ran in 2016, but I did say there were some things that he was doing differently that might work. And one of them is he has a – he is not part of this consensus view in Washington that – from both parties – that every problem can be solved by American action. He has always been reluctant to to, to view it that way. And this might be a time where he's able to get a good result.
0: You know why that is, right? May I tell Wild. you, he Please. he is a straight white conservative Christian man of power.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I would certainly say those those adjectives would describe George W. Bush as well. And no, not
0: like- really. George W. Bush was was a beta male. He was weak.
1: I guess, I guess, I'm not familiar. I don't really know what to say to that.
0: <laughs> you know he was weak, but and. and and remember, you know Obama that, Obama sent money over there. This president sent authority over there.
1: Well, Obama released money that we had taken from them. But, but you know— No, that, Obama sent money try to buy them Donald off. Trump, I mean, you know, I mean, just on a personal level, because I live in New York, right? And Donald Trump is, is not a new face here. A lot of people I know have interacted with him, you know, outside of politics, because he wasn't always in politics. But you know that he is a physically cowardly, insecure man.
0: Right? No, not that's a lie.
1: No, it's not a lie. That's and I know a
0: stone that, face. I, that lie. No, I, I could think of many things to say about the president. Coward is not one. Really, without I a doubt. I
1: think he's. I think he's presented a different face to the rest of the country. But those who know him well, and not about the business dealings and other things that are not, you know, politics and Congress and that kind of thing. That's who he is. So is he? So again, I, I'm not this beta. I assume it's as opposed to an alpha male. Um, th- those are
0: uh, the president is an alpha of. male. You guys are beta males. That's that's again. That's your opinion. No, no, no. It's the truth.
1: I think you're having a hard time. I mean, we all have opinions and we all I can say Donald Trump is a terrible president. I'm that's not me.
0: having a hard time. What? I'm not having a hard time.
1: No, I think you are. I think you're you're conflating. Your no, opinion.
0: no, 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 no. I can tell I know strength when I see it and I know weakness. You guys are weak. The president is alpha male. I got to ask you in an interview with Al Jazeera, I believe. Al Jazeera. Yeah, you agree that Iran never planned to kill U.S. troops? Did you do that? In, that recent, in the recent uh, missiles, but the, Not the ever. Do, in the I, recent missile attack. No, I'm sorry that that uh, you agree that Iran never planned to kill. U.S. So, troops. So what I had said in
1: that interview was that in the recent missile attack a few days ago, they had they wanted to send a message to their own people that they were standing up to the U.S., but they didn't want to kill U.S. troops because they were afraid of provoking a stronger response from the United States. But
0: That's they were already killing U.S. troops.
1: Again, I did not say that they had never planned to kill U.S. troops. I said with specific regard to that incident, they were trying to send a message to their own people as much as the United States, but not actually— Provoke a more violent response from the United States by killing uh, more troops at that moment.
0: Amazing. Um, that's kind of a consensus opinion. I mean, I think most people agree with it. But most of the haters. No, no, most of know, the I'm president not, would no, agree I with that, that, but real people would never agree with that. No, most people who support the president agree with that.
1: I'm sorry. Most people who support the president agree that Iran did not intend to kill anybody with their most recent, not ever, with the most recent attacks on our bases in Iraq, on the U.S. bases in Iraq.
0: No, that's not a, they were afraid to. That's
1: what I'm saying. We're trying to say the same thing.
0: So I got to ask, Iran has revealed they shot down uh, the uh, Ukrainian flights. Yes. And um, and now the citizens there are protesting the president tweet support, tweeted support for the citizen. Did he do the right thing?
1: I think probably. But I would, I would think that everyone in Washington, you know, everyone in the administration needs to have, this is serious business and a contingency for what happens as if the, the, the uh, running government begins to fall. We need to be prepared for that. That's not going to just be easy if that happens. And that's not the Trump's fault or anything like that. But it's the president's a tough job, and you have to be prepared for it.
0: Who do you—what um, do you think about the, the fact that the Never Trumpers, the liberal media, the Democratic Party, the uh, right-o-Republicans, and the black race hustlers have been trying to stop this man, the great white hope, President Trump, since being in the White House? And everything they have tried, they have failed, and the president just gets better and better and better, even with this fake— phony so-called impeachment, his rating gone up. His ratings have gone up. Even now with the Iran deal, his rate has gone up. Everything that they have tried against a good man has backfired on them. How do you feel about that?
1: Well, I, I spent a lot of time looking at polling data because I teach about that kind of thing. And, and the, the Donald Trump's numbers are relatively stable. He's stuck at around 43 to 45 percent popularity, and he's losing – against the top Democratic candidates with be- between two and six points of the overall vote. And that stayed extraordinarily stable, which speaks to about where our politics are in the United States right now. I, but you, you asked a broader question. Um, what, what this tells me is that many, many Americans, including you, including me, uh, are not are, are we've, our minds are made up. And the number of people who can be uh, persuaded you know, one way or the other is very small. So we're not seeing those fluctuations. Where I agree with you is that, you know, there were people, you've identified some, you list a lot of different groups, but the Never Trumpers and the Rhinos, which I assume you mean Republicans in name only, right? Yes. Um, They have shown themselves to be, you know, the, the, the only Never Trumpers, other than the ones on TV, there are none within the Republican Party. So they are kind of media favorites because they allow the media to tell a story about Trump that they want to and about the Republican Party that they want to, but they're not actually have any juice. I wrote a piece About a year ago, beginning of 2019, as the primaries were heating up, and as you may recall, there was talk of, you know, will there be a Republican challenge to Trump? Will some never-Trumper, you know, challenge Trump? And I wrote a piece, and the headline was something like, there will not be a Republican challenge to Trump. I believe he's very strong in the Republican Party. And I've always felt he will walk to renomination. And that's because the rhinos and the never-Trumpers have no power anymore within the Republican Party. They just are in the media all the time. Thank God. The rest of the groups— you know, they're making an impact, right? I mean, the Democrats won big in 2018. They did very well in the 2019 special elections, so in you know, off-year off, off year elections. So they're making steady progress, and they're holding his numbers where they are. The question I would ask about Donald Trump, and I guess you and I would answer it different ways, but if this were another Republican, you know, pick one, I don't care who, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, someone like, you know, whoever, one of the people he beat in 2016 or some senator, with this economy, his, the numbers would be much higher now, one some people might say that's because the Democrats and others have tried to destroy him. But that's true of all politicians. They've and been others-
0: trying to just stop everything that he's tried to do to make the country yeah, better politics. and I mean, put the, the country first. Will you chant with me? I don't know. It depends on what we're chanting. Four more years. Oh. Four more years.
1: I'll tell you what. In, uh, in 20- Chant with me. In January 2024, <laughs> and I'm back on your show. I'll chant that with you.
0: Four <laughs> more, Biden, more years. I, uh, I'm running out of time here, so I, I got to ask just a few uh, more questions. Sure. Number, you know that the president will be reelected, right?
1: You know, right now he's losing in all the major polls, so I'm not convinced of that.
0: Who are you supporting?
1: In the primary? Yeah. Uh, yeah. To tell you the truth, I'm really undecided. I vote in New York, so I will vote, you know, later than, than you will in California. You know, vote in Democratic primary, but you know, than California. So I'm really undecided right now. And uh-huh. I know that's an exciting answer, but I just don't know. It depends uh, who's left standing by the time we get to New York. I suspect it'll be a three-person race with Biden, Bernie, and Bloomberg. But again, that's just a guess.
0: Right? Um, will you secretly vote for the president? Or will you go yeah. behind the curtain when and close all- it?
1: I, I vote. You know, in America, all votes are secret. Well, at least that's the hope. But I <laughs> I will not secretly vote for the president, I promise. Uh,
0: meaning that, would you vote for him but tell everybody you voted for a Democrat? Well,
1: I won't vote for him.
0: Uh, but if I
1: did vote for him, I might tell everybody that. But <laughs> I'm not
0: going to vote for him, so it's kind of a move for him. Do you love white people? I love some white people. Do you love white people? I don't understand the question. All white people? Do you love white people? I told you I love some white people. Do you love white people? Like, I don't love all white people. And then I don't love you love people. none. Do I love no white people? If you don't love all, you love no one. No, I don't think that's true. No, that's it's not, true. No, it's
1: not. I love some white people. Some drive <laughs> me crazy. You know, some are, I don't know at
0: all. Are you for the wall going up around the borders?
1: You mean the one with Canada?
0: And in America. And in, in Mexico. Or,
1: in the, oh, on Mexico, not the Canadian border.
0: And, no, we're talking about Mexico. Are you for oh, the sorry. wall going up between yeah. Mexico and America? No. You're not for the wall? No. Are you for the wall in Israel going up?
1: Well, the wall partially is up. In are Israel.
0: you for that? Security wall. Are you for that?
1: I have mixed feelings about that. I want to be careful about how it's expanded. I mean, I've been, I'm, like I said, I'm Jewish. I've been to Israel, but unlike a lot of Jews, I've spent time in uh, uh, the West Bank and Gaza, which is unusual for a Jew. But my work has been able to take me there, and I've seen it from both sides. Security issues are real. And and but but expanding it, we have to do that carefully because what it does is it, you know, there's a security need. But as we build it out, or as the state of Israel builds it out, it it essentially makes any kind of peaceful resolution of conflict more difficult. So I'd be very Uh, careful.
0: Again, I'm black and slow. Are you for a wall around Israel? A wall around all of Israel? Around Israel, the wall that they have around Israel. Are you for that? The security wall. It's a wall. Are you it's for that? Yes,
1: but it's not around all of Israel.
0: However, why, I don't know how far it goes, but are you for that wall being there?
1: Well, let me tell you this. If I were sitting down with the leadership of the state of Israel, right, I would not say take down the wall.
0: Are you for the wall that Israel has?
1: The one that's in place now, I, don't, I'm not, I wouldn't tell them to tear it down.
0: Are you for it?
1: I would not expand. I'd be very careful about expanding it. And I, I certainly would. Again,
0: place. again, I'm black and slow, so you kind of have to answer. Are you, know, you those, for the wall around you Israel?
1: That. You say that as if those two things are related. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that you, I am you, black. I'm slow, black, and you it's all slow. related to me. No, but but like you, it's not like all black people are slow or all slow. Well, people I'm not. Are all, I'm not every black person. I know that's, but, you, but that's your language, not mine. Some black people are fast, and some white people are slow.
0: Are you for the wall around Israel that they have Maybe there they now?
1: Oh, the way it is now, yeah, keep it there. I told them I wouldn't tear it down.
0: But you're not for a wall around America. Are you? You say you're Jewish, right? Are you an American?
1: Yeah, I'm third gener, uh, yeah, third generation American.
0: Are you? Sec- are you concerned about security for Americans?
1: I am concerned about. Security for Americans, yes, of course.
0: So, why wouldn't you be for a wall around America then?
1: Well, you know, those people from Mexico who are coming across, the Mexicans, they're not blowing stuff
0: up here. How about the gang members and the, the drug lords. lords? There are Americans There's being killed at the border of Mexico and.
1: In our farms and serving in our armed forces. These that's are not guys. true.
0: There are, there are folks being killed at the border of Mexico and Texas dealing drugs. There are gang members coming in. Innocent I, Americans I, are being killed I, by illegal I aliens, not and, you're not, and you're not concerned about the security for America, but am you are for Israel. I don't understand. Yeah.
1: No, I'm actually concerned about the security for America.
0: Then why would you want the wall up there?
1: Let me tell you something. I, I was why not two, put a wall up there? I was two blocks away from the biggest terrorist attack in American history. I heard the airplanes hit the building. I heard the buildings crumble. My family has served in the armed forces of this country. But My why lady, are you
0: for care. the wall around America then? I
1: don't care about the security of Americans. Then
0: why I don't, don't you want the think, wall around America?
1: I, I don't think building that wall makes us safer. That's why I'm against the wall.
0: So don't, you don't think the wall would either completely stop or in a no. big way stop the drug dealers, the drug lawyers, the gang members— The folks coming in from all over the country. But in Israel, you for that, right? Again,
1: I've tried to explain. In
0: Israel,
1: the wall does not go all around the country.
0: So are you for a partial wall around America and Mexico?
1: Let me tell you this. If the government of Mexico, right, if the government of Mexico announced, or half the government of Mexico announced tomorrow that they wanted to wipe the United States off the map, I would be for a wall.
0: But until they make that decision, well, until they, they say don't. that out loud, you're not for a I wall. around hope they around don't America. make that decision. Let me ask I this. I got to run. don't
1: make that decision. But that is something that the leading party in the Palestinian Authority, Hamas, has said about the state of Israel. It is not a comparable security.
0: Which do you Israel. love most, Israel or America? I love the United States. But then why, why don't you want the real security for Americans? Then I do. Amazing. But not a wall. No. Then you don't want security. Not sure I buy that. I'm selling it. I clearly. <laughs> so let me ask, do you support so called same sex marriage? Yeah. Marriage equality, sure. You so you support two men and two women calling themselves married? Well, two men calling themselves married, two women, man and woman. I'm comfortable with either one. Amazing. Well, I really you believe in God? No. Oh, you're an atheist? I'm a Jew. What does that mean?
1: What does it mean? It means I'm Jewish.
0: Jews don't believe in God. Some do, some don't. And why don't you believe in God?
1: You know, I actually had, I went to, I I had a fair amount of exposure to organized religion. I went to Catholic school for 10 years. I learned a lot about the Christian faith that way, for which I'm very grateful because it gives me some knowledge, which I wouldn't otherwise have. Um, But I just never bought it. And, you know, a lot, frankly, a lot of, I was raised by a secular family, so whereas I was exposed to the Jewish tradition and faith and culture, I was not told that this is some truth that we need to believe. And like a lot of post-Holocaust Jews, it's a hard uh, circle to square.
0: So you don't believe that God exists at all? There is no God? Yeah, I would say that. Amazing. Is your wife Jewish too? Yes. Uh, And she doesn't believe in God either? I don't think she—I mean, she might—no, she doesn't. Amazing! Lincoln, will you come back on after the election is over? Anytime. I'm happy to to be part of this. This was fun, man. Thank you for coming on. A lot of fun. Do you have a a website or anything you want to promote?
1: So you can follow me on Twitter at Lincoln Mitchell. My uh, website is www.lincolnmitchell.com. And if you go to the YouTube, I have a new YouTube channel that I just set up, just Lincoln Mitchell. Let's do a search for that and be fun.
0: One more time, chat with me. Four more years! It's been a
1: pleasure coming on your show. I'm happy to come on any time as this as we move forward. And if I'm in L.A., maybe we can meet up and have a cup of coffee or something.
0: Absolutely. So once the president is re- re-elected, will you chant four more years in?
1: Well, we, we still have an amendment that limits how long they can serve in office. So uh, I, I don't know if that would be so Well, I mean, there.
0: from the point he's re-elected then.
1: No, I'll just cry quietly into my uh, <laughs> into my hands.
0: Lincoln Mitchell thank you so much for coming on man I appreciate thank that thank you for having me. Alright have a good Take
1: one care.
0: you too. Alright 888 77 Jesse Nathan is a first time caller. Amazing and don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe and share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show folks. we really appreciate it. We are at war and it is a spiritual battle for the soul of America